And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Hello, happy Monday, and welcome to Chewing the Fat. Yes, one more day, maybe more, from the CQB. I know, I was on with Pat this morning, but there were some issues at the studios, so we're back in the bunker. Day 81 in the hole. Does it count as just maybe just half a day? Eh, does it count as half a day? So 80 and a half in the hole? Something like that. Happy birthday to my daughter Maya, 13 years old today. Wow. It does seem like uh, yesterday when she was born, but happy, happy birthday. I love her. She's funny, smart, talented. Not sure where she gets that from. Must be her mother. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I got it. And it's no surprise that uh, she is uh, born on the uh, opening day of hurricane season. So uh, make no make no mistake about that. We had a big preseason too of uh, hurricane season. We've already had uh, Arthur and Bertha, which uh, were preseason storms for the sixth consecutive year. We've had preseason storms. So I guess that's a regular thing now. Kind of cool too. We did get the launch on Saturday. Tremendous. It was so much fun to watch. And between NASA and SpaceX with the uh, Dragon rocket. Uh, it was uh, it was really cool to watch. And then uh, we also got to watch, uh, I watched the docking to the uh, space station from the Dragon and watched the astronauts head into the space station. Really cool. We're back in the space business. Love it. I was fascinated by a 60 Minutes interview that Elon gave uh, back in 2015 where they questioned him about uh, being uh, not too well liked by some of the astronauts of the past saying that uh, it shouldn't be private space travel taking care of this it should just be NASA and that's it and he was uh, kind of hurt by it but he showed him he showed him by now and that's his deal right I mean that was his that was his plan uh, it might be not as fast as he wanted to uh, to make it happen and it might be more difficult but he's doing it so more power to him it's good to see it good to see it. it was really fun to watch the launch and i wish i had been in florida to uh, see it take off because uh, it's really cool to see the shuttles and now the dragon ships uh taking off from florida really cool anyway it was good and fun and I'm glad it happened. Has there anything else been going on this weekend? Eh, no, I didn't think so. It was just a boring weekend. I had a little sunshine. Summer's here. The heat is on. Oh, wait. Uh, there was a little something going on. That's right. We were rioting and and protesting. That's right. I forgot about that. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You know, we had 75 cities with protests. National Guard mobilized in 15 states and Washington, D.C. Police cars burned. Officers hurt. Mayors are imposing curfews in cities. And it's all, it's all to protest the 
systemic, systematic, systemic racism in America. I know. I know. I know. It's all anybody is talking about, and I don't want to get into it. It's agonizing, and I'm sure that we're going to have, you know, a couple more days of it anyway, at least. So be prepared to be inundated with it. Just be safe and keep your keep your head on a swivel if you have to be out and about. There's plenty, plenty of stories that we can talk about. You know, there's other crime happening. I mean, come on now. Uh, there's a couple of big judge stories. Uh, one judge uh, decided, eh, there's not enough evidence for a new trial. You're going to stay on death row. So there's a death row inmate. He's 73 now. He was uh, convicted of murdering a teenager in 1985, along with another guy back in, uh, in St. Petersburg, Florida. And I don't remember this case. I was actually, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but I lived in Florida, but I was actually living in Florida, uh, back then. And I don't remember this, this girl, this poor child got murdered on the beach and uh, these two guys were convicted of murdering her. This guy, James Daly, was given the death penalty while the other guy just got life in prison. So the death row inmate, his attorneys, tried to introduce new evidence that would exonerate him, including a confession from the other guy that got life in prison that says he did it all himself. Uh James Daly, the guy who got the death penalty, had nothing to do with it. And he signed a statement. They were going to have other evidence, according to his attorneys. And the judge was like, eh, you know what? No, there's really no admissible evidence to warrant a new trial. So you take care. Good luck. God bless. Now, he's got an appeal with the U.S. Supreme Court. We'll see what happens with that. But, you know, there's still stuff going on in the world. Uh, other than uh, other than the protests, I mean, you have the New Jersey judge. Speaking of another judge, uh, remember him who uh, asked the rape victim, uh, "Did you close your legs?" Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a barred from uh, being a judge. Uh, the New Jersey Supreme Court uh, has permanently barred him from serving in the state due to repeated and serious acts of misconduct oh okay because he was uh he was suspended for asking the rape victim if she could have stopped her attacker by closing her legs wow <laughs> okay he said uh uh if she he asked her the question you do know how to stop somebody from having intercourse. She responded to run away or try to get away. And the judge said, close your legs, call the police. Did you do any of those things? Nothing like uh, just beating up on a witness there, judge. Thank you. So he was suspended for that. And now the New Jersey Supreme Court has uh, said, uh, yeah, no, you are, uh, you're barred. You, uh, you're barred from being a judge in New Jersey. I mean, good? Uh, no problem? 
We also have a Pennsylvania woman who was arrested last week. Now, what do you do when your grandma dies and you've been living with her and you've been living off of her social security checks and she passes away? You really need the money. So you don't want people to know that she died. So you stuff her in a freezer and you keep her there for about 15 years or so. That's all. That's all you do. No problem. And then, you know, if you want to move and you want, don't want people to know, you just move the freezer with you. No problem. And uh, according to this, someone reported uh, the remains that there was a, a human remains inside of this home and uh, oh come to find out uh, yes yes there was and so she was arrested for abuse of a corpse theft by unlawful taking and receiving stolen property uh yeah i'm sure the social security department is going to want their cash back and as a tax-paying social security citizen uh yeah we do want our money back thank you i mean it was kind of a good idea maybe <laughs> I mean, you really were thinking. Of, I, I, I love that. I mean, that's a that's a Netflix show. He just, I mean, that's uh, dead to me, right? At least for a little while, not for fifteen years. But uh, Grandma died. We, if we say she died, we won't get her checks anymore. So we just pretend she's still alive. And we put her in a freezer. Okay. Yep. No problem. Let's do that. Let's do that. And the checks will keep on coming. All right. At some point, it turns into a bad idea. So there's, I mean, there's plenty of stuff still happening in the world. Plenty of crime. You know, like, uh, I don't know, credit card account fraud skyrocketing uh, Hollywood producer arrested in coronavirus fraud uh, elementary principal faces DUI charges after 110 mile per hour chase uh, LA City Council member agrees to plead agrees to plead guilty to RICO charge stemming from pay-to-play corruption scheme I mean there's still stuff going on there's still plenty of crime going on like from the hedgehog Ron Jeremy, sure, he's been trying to save a tree in his neighborhood in Queens. Apparently, there's a tree that was planted by his father, and he's been tying himself to the tree and saying, you know, save the tree, save the tree. But he's also under uh, investigation by the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office for multiple, multiple instances of sexual assault. So... I mean, is every instant a sexual assault? I don't know. We'll have to let the district attorney decide that. And then maybe we'll go to court and we'll see what stems of that. He has not been uh, a really likable guy over the years. I know that may come as a surprise to you. A porn actor. Uh... 
not a likable guy. I know. I know it's a surprise. But there's still stuff going on is my point. There's still real life crime and dirtbags outside of the protests, the riots, the destruction. Esteban Luisa. Ever heard of him? He played 14 seasons in Major League, in Major League Baseball. Uh, he played with the Yankees in 2004. He uh, played with the with the Oakland A's. And he made about $44 million in his career. He's now 48 years old. Broke. Serving three years in prison. Oh, that's a tough deal. Why is he in prison? Uh, felony cocaine possession with intent to distribute. Uh, apparently, uh, he, you know, lived a lavish lifestyle. And plenty of his uh, family members took a lot of cash from him. They, uh, they took and they took and they took. So, he, uh, and then he married uh, the uh, Mexican-American pop star uh, Jenny Rivera before uh, they were and they were getting ready to have a divorce when she was killed in a 2012 plane crash and apparently the family members kept coming after him for money more and more money so in 2018 he was being watched uh, because of uh, you know he's still apparently doing drugs and they were wondering what the heck was going on so at the California uh, Mexican border he was pulled over and of course dogs smelled for drugs in his Mercedes SUV and the cops acquired a search warrant for a house where he was headed. When they got to the house, they found 20 packages of cocaine in a compartment of a Nissan parked in the garage. So he didn't have it on him. I'm guessing the dogs, uh, you know, might have been named Duke from a story we did earlier on <laughs> Bad Grey Unleashed, uh, you know, may have smelled drugs in the air around Esteban. So uh, he admitted that he transferred the drugs from one vehicle to the other and the house was rented in his name. Oh, okay. His attorney has said he made a huge error in judgment when he agreed to commit this crime. You think so? I mean, you talk about a fall from grace. Um, I mean, look, he was, he was having a tough time anyway. If you remember some of his story, I mean, he was pulled over for speeding and convicted of reckless driving. And, you know, they gave him a probation sentence, three year probation. And, you know, he's playing major league baseball and, you know, he's a, in quotation marks, star, for those of you, you know, listening to the podcast live on uh, June 1st, 2020. Uh, see me give the quotation mark. But, uh, you know, when you're, according to and the, the Yankees manager, Joe Torre, I remember, uh, uh, said that, uh, I think when you're young, you have a tendency to think it's going to last forever. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I don't know if you think that the, Cocaine's going to last forever because you keep buying more. But uh, now he's spending time in prison. And think of that. I mean, wow, that's a lot of money to blow through 
when you look back on it, driving those Ferraris that you uh, rented or purchased and now had to get rid of to buy cocaine uh, for 120, 120 miles an hour in Oakland doesn't quite seem worth it, does it? Or maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe, you know, you sit in prison and you go, yeah, yeah. But the cigar I was smoking and the smile I had on my face when I was driving that Ferrari 120 miles an hour on that Oakland freeway. (sighs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I had, you know, tens of millions of dollars. and Now I got nothing. But, man, it was worth it. It was worth it, wasn't it? Right. Hi, let's go to the break room. I need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, even if I'm in the bunker, uh, wherever I am. Uh, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. So, uh, let's have a drink. You can have one, too. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. So good. So, there's still a lot, uh, you know, (laughs) it's like a crime show. Uh, The entertainment field is full of crime. (gasps) Really? I know. I know. Big surprise. So, before I get into some entertainment crime... Uh, let me remind you to subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Uh, that's this podcast. <laughs> I know. It's Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. That's it. And it's free. It's really free. If you're listening to this on any platform that you have not subscribed to, you need to be a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. Just pick a platform. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and search for Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Subscribe. Thank you so much. And then, you know, download and listen every day you'll be alerted when the uh, podcast uh, drops every day and uh you can listen monday through friday chewing the fat i try to give you some extra stuff on saturday with living the american dream or some insight on uh on a particular topic and then you can you know i also do some interviews on my youtube channel so you know what else have you got to do subscribe there too chewing the fat with jeff fisher go to youtube subscribe Click the little notification bell so you get notified when new videos pop up. And uh, then, then you're done. Then you're done. So you got the podcast and you got the YouTube channel. Then you're done. Okay? Well, you can follow me on social media as well. You can follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. And then, then that's it. Then you're done. Well, no, that's it. That's it for now. Okay? I'll let you be. I promise. <laughs> For now. For now. I'll let you be. Oh, did I mention, you know who's lucky to be alive? Um, is Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard is lucky to be alive. She has now, uh, you know, she filed a lawsuit against Hillary Clinton. And you kind of think that uh, Tulsi might have ended up on the on the list. But she has now dropped her defamation suit against Hillary. So hopefully that saves her life. Now, remember she filed suit against, uh, Hillary for $50 million 
for remarks uh, that Clinton made saying the congresswoman was a favorite of Moscow who was being groomed by the Kremlin. (laughs) According to Tulsi, I mean, that implies that she was a Russian asset. So it's over now, though. Uh, She's dropped it. Uh, She said, and this might get her in a little trouble. She said that uh, we remain certain of the action's legal merit, but they filed their notice of dismissal because they wanted to focus on the current coronavirus pandemic and defeating Donald Trump in 2020 rather than righting the wrongs here. Okay, Uh, good luck, God bless. I just know that she's lucky to be alive. So, bless her heart. And then you have hubby, Bill Clinton, who is accused of having having an affair with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. You remember her, the uh, so-called Jeffrey Epstein pimp. Uh, There's a new book out there called A Convenient Death, The Mysterious Demise of Jeffrey Epstein. And in that book, it claims that Clinton had uh, sex with Maxwell on the uh, Lolita Express and would visit her in her Manhattan townhouse. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now, former President William Jefferson Clinton has denied having an affair with Maxwell. Okay? So, get on with that and uh, live that. I mean, have you watched any of the Filthy Rich on Netflix about Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, they he's denied all of it that he never visited Bill Clinton. I mean, uh, has denied that, uh, you know, he never went to any of the properties. And the producer, uh, director, uh, head guru of Filthy Rich said, we don't have any concrete proof of any wrongdoing. There's no proof that they were in uh, his orbit. A couple of witnesses that saw them on the island uh, and you know, Clinton said he'd never been there. The producer said, we did find that to be untrue based on our reporting. So that really doesn't make it true. That just means that the people you talked to said it was right. So good luck. Good luck with that. Uh, you know, good luck. I mean, there's plenty more. I mean, Harvey Weinstein still under fire. He's in prison. The man's in prison. 23 years in prison. We're still bringing him down. There's more rape claims against him. Four other women now are claiming assaults and or rape. Uh, you know, wh- these are ages ago. I mean, this took place. They're saying this took place in uh, the 80s and 90s. And a lot of this is probably going to be barred anyway from the statute because of the statute of limitations. So I don't know what they're after. I don't know if they're looking to try to get some more money. Uh, I don't know if there's any money left. Uh, I mean, Miramax has been sold. I don't even, I don't know if Harvey's got any money in his name anymore or if he, you know, had time to move it around. I don't know. I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. And this is kind of sad news in the entertainment business. And we may, we may have to start a GoFundMe. Uh, I'm not going to start one right off the bat. Uh, you know, I like to talk it through a little bit and see if we, you know, if it's a good thing or not. 
But we found out this weekend that Elton John, Elton John has had to, uh, you know, he told his band, look, until we're ready to start touring again, uh, because I, we've canceled the, my farewell tour, uh, thanks to the coronavirus, um, that you guys are laid off. You know, I'm not, not paying you. And, um, until, you know, until we have, you know, for sure dates on when we can start the tour again. But he had to, uh, he had to lay off a number, not all, but a number of the domestic staff at his one home in Atlanta. <laughs> I know times are tough for everybody. I know, I know. Apparently, uh, you know, this concert, it's going to make him at least another 60 million. According to this story, he's only worth 360 million. And I've read another story where they've got him at 500 million. So maybe the 500 million was before, you know, maybe he's lost some. I don't know. You know, maybe, you know, investments gone wrong. I mean, he did say that he would uh, pay his employees at Rocket Entertainment all of their money. Right, they were gonna get, uh, they were gonna be furloughed and uh, and take like eighty percent of their pay or whatever from their salaries, and then uh, Elton said, "No, no, 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 we'll we'll pay all of them." But now times have gotten so bad that he's had to lay off a number, not all, but a number of the domestic staff at his one U.S. home in Atlanta. So, wow, I don't know. Maybe we should. Start a GoFundMe. Maybe we shouldn't. I don't know. We've talked about Elton's homes before. You know, he's got uh, homes. He's got homes in in Beverly Hills. He's got homes in Los Angeles. He's got uh, he's got the Atlanta house, which now I mean that's probably just covered up. And, you know, probably I don't know if if they're just if they're just not dusting it. Uh, you know, probably let the cook go because he's not there, right? He flew out of there. He flew that's he flew out of Atlanta. He's going back to London, I guess. Um, he's got the the Windsor house. He's got he's got the uh, the Venice, Italy dump, and uh, he's got the the house in France. And let's not forget about his uh, his uh, yacht. You know, everybody forgets about the yacht, but that's kind of a dump. That's one. Of, look, it's only about a twenty-one million dollar yacht. Okay, so it only it sleeps only eighteen guests, and it has an eighteen crew member uh, yacht. So you can't be expected to lay off people from your yacht. Which is why, I mean, I guess you have to if times are really hard. But so maybe we don't start the GoFundMe for Elton right now. I mean, you know, maybe we wait. But times are so hard for him that some of his staff had to be let go at his Atlanta home. So I don't know what to tell you how we should go about helping him out. But I think we should because this cannot stand.
Elton John cannot go with one of his homes not having a full staff. This it, well, I, I won't allow it. I won't allow it. I don't know what hubby's doing. I don't know what the kids are doing. They're all together now. I know that they flew out of Atlanta. Okay? They flew back to Britain from Los Angeles. They weren't even in Atlanta. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they, maybe hubby is saying Atlanta blows and we're not going to live there anymore. So just, well, don't get rid of it. You never know. We might want to come back there. Just get rid of most of the staff. And it doesn't even say that they got rid of most of the staff. It said they got rid of a number of the staff members. <laughs> that's how bad things are. Uh, you know, that's how bad things are. They, they couldn't let go of all of them, but a number of the staff members had to be let go. They were told they that they are not they are not needed. Wow. So you know, you tell me, you tell me, uh, email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com. Do we start a GoFundMe for Sir Elton and Mr. Furnish hubby and the kids and try to help them out a little bit? Or do we wait a little bit and see if, you know, maybe it turns around for him. Maybe, you know, once we get past the coronavirus stuff, he can get back on tour. You tell me. Chewing the fat at theblaze.com. We'll go with what you say. Maybe I'll do a poll. Nah, just email me. Just email me, chewing the fat at theblaze.com, and we'll uh we'll see what the uh we'll see what the numbers say tomorrow on chewing the fat. We could do the coronavirus numbers. Is there even a coronavirus to worry about anymore? Of course there is. You know that. But with all the protests, you know, protesters uh, being uh, shoulder to shoulder, uh, front to back in their protesting marches, uh, it sure doesn't seem like it. There's no social distancing going on. But we still have 6,321,627 total cases worldwide, 375,657 deaths. Uh, here in the United States, we have 1,844,945 total cases. Wow, we're getting close to 2 million. And total deaths, 106,450. 31 total deaths. Now the real question, has China cracked the 83,000 total case mark? As we scroll down to the China list, ding, 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 alert, alert, alert. Yes, China has crossed over the 83,000 mark. They are now at 83,017 with 16 new cases as of this recording. Incredible. They finally, it took forever. I mean, that's how good they've got this, 
virus under control. It took forever for them to get past 83,000. Wow, but they have done it. Congratulations. Congratulations. And they, they only have 4,634 total deaths. So good for them. Right? <laughs> right? And even with the protests and, and uh, the, you know, the riots, I mean, when we break that 2 million total case mark, that's going to be another fanfare for the for the mainstream media. And uh, let's take a look at the weekend uh, TSA checkpoint turnstile numbers. Uh, we had, uh, eh, looks like Saturday we had 268,867 people through the turnstile. And yesterday we had 352,947 through the turnstile. So really um not even not even close to being back i mean we can joke around and say that they're back but no way no way i mean a year ago all these numbers are over two million and many days are two and a half million uh through through the tsa turnstiles and now they're at a couple hundred three hundred thousand not even at four hundred thousand or half a million i mean it's ugly 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 for the airline industry and it's going to be get even more ugly for the cruise lines as well i know a family of grand princess passenger who died of coronavirus files a suit against carnival i guess you could do that well you could file a lawsuit against anything you can quote me on that but uh it's incredible the 71 year old man who had boarded the ship uh, earlier in february for a trip to Mexico passed away on March 4th in California and he was the first California resident to die of the virus according to the complaint 62 passengers and 1,000 crew members who sailed on the Grand Princess to Mexico stayed on board for the next sailing to Hawaii wow so apparently they uh revealed that uh, a chief medical officer from Carnival said that the passenger who died just days earlier had potentially infected other passengers and crew members. So the family is like, uh, 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 you, uh, you owe us money. And uh, good luck. I mean, I don't know what the cruise lines do to cover their losses i mean they're pr- almost done right i mean they i don't know that they i don't even know if they recover at all and if so it's going to be slower than the airlines slower than many other places i mean we're opening up it's all back to trying to be normal and that's good i am happy about things opening up it should be our decision whether we want to go out or not, not the governments. And according to Safe Graph, which obtains the uh, GPS data, you don't have to worry. Don't worry about. It. Just keep that GPS on your phone. Don't worry about it. They got you. They're just. They're not following you. 
don't, don't be silly. <laughs> all they're doing is seeing where your phone is all the time. <laughs> so wherever your phone is regularly pinging uh, during the hours of 6 p.m. and 7 a.m., that's what they're defining as your home. So it might not be your home. <laughs> they're just defining it as that. <laughs> oh, and then they're, you know, they can see whether, you know, what buildings your the phone is pigging from. And then they can see, you know, what places of business or worship are people showing up at just because, you know, with the pinging of your cell phone. So don't, don't you worry about it, okay? Now, some of the stuff, really strange. Uh, grocery stores are obviously down a little from their peak. Uh, fast food restaurants are not a hundred percent, you know, they're not back to zero on the graph from the, uh, from the company has their graphs. Uh, but they're pretty close to back to where they were. Um, barbers, hairstylists, almost back to where they were. They're still not back to exactly where they were, but they're close. Full service restaurants. Nope. They still got a long way to go. They're still way below back zero uh, religious organizations nope gyms and sports fields nope bars nope movie theater chains oh I mean no way right I mean most of them those are still closed but uh, fast food joints uh, are are getting back to uh, I don't know if it's normal but you know since early March when we were still deciding whether we were going to social distance or not. Uh, but they are uh, sit-down restaurants. I mean, I don't see restaurants. Are, that's a that's a tough business anyway. We've talked about it before, how you survive. And how you survive at 25%. And now you have uh, protests that are ravaging cities. And businesses, so any of your businesses in these cities that are being ravaged that had any hope of coming back, good luck. Good luck. Tough to come back when your windows are boarded up and you're protecting it from being destroyed or everything taken from you uh, inside your business uh, because we hate you. And we want to burn everything down. And capitalism sucks. And you, because you own any kind of anything at all, uh, are rich. And we hate the rich. And so we're going to bring you down. And that is just the way it is, my friend. Okay? So live with it. I mean, we have to have some sort of law and order. We have to. And that, I hope and pray, happens very soon. A couple of more days? Maybe? And then maybe people start to think, hey, you know what, enough is enough. Or not. Not really sure. <sighs> Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So it appears 
that the UK uh, has a new name for the homeless. Now, the story was about how they are going to have 3,300 homes made available to the homeless over the next 12 months. Okay, that's great. But they called them rough sleepers in the story. UK announces that 3,300 homes will be made available to rough sleepers in the next 12 months. So they're no longer homeless. They are rough sleepers. Got it? <laughs> okay, then. That's what I thought. Good. Because I don't want to have any confusion over the derogatory term homeless person. Okay? Or maybe even just the homeless. No. That will not do. All right? They are rough sleepers or a rough sleeper or many of our people who are rough sleepers but no more homeless <laughs> I won't hear of it okay okay then that's what I'm talking about and speaking of rough, rough sleepers apparently uh, Elon Musk uh, will be a rough sleeper uh, pretty soon I know I know but he's uh, he's selling his uh, he's selling his worldly goods He's got uh, seven or eight homes, uh, you know, that he's going to sell. That uh, he said, uh, "Look, I, I don't spend a lot of time in most of them. I have a bunch of houses. It doesn't seem like a good use of assets. Someone could be enjoying these houses and get better use out of them than me." Oh, well, that's awful nice, right? I mean, you gotta—he's riding high. He's got uh, he's got SpaceX going into space with NASA, so he's selling one place, which uh, is looks like his main home. That is in Bel Air, uh, near the Country Club in Los Angeles. That is sixteen thousand two hundred and fifty-one square feet with seven bedrooms, eleven bathrooms, only thirty million dollars. Okay, now it's surrounded by additional homes that, according to this story, Musk has been collecting. <laughs> now, his main house, the Bel Air house, is right across the road from Gene Wilder's former house, which he purchased. Now, his Bel Air house, if you're looking to take out a 30-year fixed mortgage on the $30 million, it looks like you can probably get a pretty good deal. You're looking at about $144,220 a month. Now that includes, no, 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 I mean, take it easy. Your, your property taxes and your home insurance fees are included in the $144,220 a month. Okay, because you, you've got about $19,250 dollars a month in property taxes and you've got about ten thousand five hundred dollars in home insurance fees so it's included though a lot of mortgage companies don't like to include them but according to this uh if you get this deal you can include them 
in your mortgage. Um, and then he has the 100-year-old mansion in Hillsboro on San Francisco Peninsula. Um, that uh, uh, he bought for a $23 million. The asking price was $100 million, So, I mean, he got, <laughs> he got a great deal. He got a, a great deal. Now, I'm guessing that this one is probably going to, might go for a little bit less. You never know. Um, nobody knows why he purchased the house, but it's a 16,000 square foot mansion, 10 bedrooms, nine full bathrooms. It was built in 1916 for the son of a French count and a gold rush heiress. And it's, it's on 47.4 acres. It's incredible. Now it's got some, you know, rolling hillsides. You can see San Francisco on out to San Francisco Bay. There's hiking trails. So it's a good deal. If you can get that for $23 million or less, I mean, Elon probably let it go for 20 You probably give him 20 cash and you're in. Then he's got the Gene Wilder house. The Gene Wilder house, look, Wilder passed away. Uh, in 2016 and he lived there until 2013 and then he moved to he lived in Connecticut where he that was his home um, that house is just 2,756 square feet all right I mean it's a dump but uh, it's there in Bel Air across from across from his main house and that's you can get that for under 10 million okay but here's the deal you can't tear it down. All right. You can buy the Gene Wilder house and maybe you can add on to it. I don't know. I don't know, but you can't tear it down. I mean, Elon bought it because he was pissed that, uh, they were looking to tear it down. And, uh, he was like, no, we're not going to demolish Gene Wilder's house. All right. So I'm buying it, but I'm buying it because I don't want it to be torn down he said he liked it it's got all the cabinets are handmade and they're like odd shapes and there's doors to nowhere and strange corridors and tunnels and odd paintings on the wall so he kind of likes that right he kind of it's gene wilder's house and gene was you know uh, uh, a weird bird we'll just leave it at that and i love gene wilder but that's you know he's one of those guys right he's got another parcel of land that uh, sits over there across from his main house in Bel Air. He's going to sell that too. That's under an acre. That's just a little parcel of land. I probably bought that just for, maybe we can put a garage there or something. I don't know. Then he's got four additional homes, which are included in one listing. Okay. And those are at the uh, base of uh, Shalon Road and Samara Road in Los Angeles. So you can get all four of those for 62.5 million dollars you have the four bedroom colonial which is 3,943 square feet uh you have a ranch on a hill which is 3,000 square foot you have a modern mansion which is 9,309 square feet that's got six bedrooms seven bathrooms the hill it just says it has four bedrooms and the colonial uh, two-story colonial. Yeah, it's old-fashioned too. And then you have the the big thinkers. Uh, 
which is some of the best views around. So you can get that for 62.5 billion. Now there's a deal for you right there. There's a few deals on homes so that when Elon, you know, becomes, when he sells it all, he's then a rough sleeper, not a homeless person. I do not want to hear any of you calling homeless people homeless anymore. I apologize if I, you know, I may slip. And so, you know, you might slip too. So let's just be cognizant of what we're saying so that we don't want to make homeless people, I mean, rough sleepers. We don't want to make them uncomfortable. We don't want to make them feel bad because they don't have a domicile. Is it domicile or domicile? Anyway, they don't have a roof over their head. That's called a house. It's called a home. So they, but they're not homeless. They are a rough sleeper. Okay. Are we clear? Good. No more homeless. Rough sleepers. All right. Have a good day. Don't let me hear you say homeless people. Don't do it. Don't. Oh, 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 oh,